Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Well, the kids have the dog. Stupid Jake. And Jake made a bad decision. Stupid Jake. Ugh. Graveyard Riddle, chapter 29. Jacob. Okay. There was no way Jake could get the puppy back now that Mr. Jenkins was home. And it would only be a matter of time before he realized his dog was missing. Oh, wait. Oh, yes. Sorry. I thought he was coming up to the house that they were in right now. I was like, oh, my God. Nope. Jake sat back down and Mr. Wilson settled on his lap. Now what do we do, said Matthew. Hal went to the kitchen and came back holding his packet of biscuits he found earlier. Does anyone want a biscuit, he said. He held them out to me and Matthew. We both shook our heads and he walked over to Jake on the sofa. You want one, Jake? They look really nice. He said, I don't think this is a time for tea and biscuits, do you, said Jake. Wilson Wilson got a sniff of the biscuits and got down off of Jake's lap and jumped onto Hal's legs. Hal held one out to him and Wilson practically swallowed it whole. Don't give him those, said Jake. Sugar isn't good for dogs. You don't know anything. Oh, sorry. Or don't you know anything? Oh, sorry, said Hal. He took a biscuit out for himself. A few crumbs dropped to the carpet and Wilson quickly licked them up. Wilson, here, boy, said Jake. Leave the biscuits. I think that cookies, they called biscuits, cookies, biscuits. The little puppy looked at him and then scampered over, diving. I I know. That scampered over, diving back onto his lap. I've got a few questions for you, Hal, said Jake. How can you be a spy when you don't look old enough to drive? And if you are a spy, where's your team? Your contacts? Why haven't you called somebody? Why would you need a bunch of kids to help you? Wilson spun around on Jake's lap and put his little paws onto his shoulders, giving his face another lick. Ugh, Wilson, he said, not again. I've already explained everything to Melody, said Hal. Fine, so explain it to me, said Jake. Hal took an important breath. It's hard because I have to be careful about how much I tell you. M18 are involved in various missions around the UK. They are based not far from here, and you all are right. Are you all Are you all right? Jake lo- looked flushed. He wiped his forehead with his sleeve. Yes, he snapped. I'm fine. Okay, so you're an... Because I think Jake's freaking out about the dog. We don't think he can concentrate. Okay, so you're an anti-crime organization who aren't known because they don't want it to be. Mr. Worley Tower Branch, where I'm based, is attempting to arrest Martin Stone, the criminal I told you about. He's a high-profile thief who has invaded capture for years, but the last few weeks... Are you sure you're all right? You don't look so well at all, said Hal, taking a step towards Jake. Jake's face was bright red now, and his eyes were beginning to water. He lifted Wilson off his lap and slowly stood up. Jake, what's happening, I said. I noticed his lips were beginning to swell. He's having an allergic reaction, I shouted. Matthew grabbed the packet from Hal's hand and searched for the ingredients. They've got nuts, you idiot, he said, but he he didn't have one, said Hal. Jake had his hand into his throat, trying to swallow. 
He looked utterly terrified. We've got to get him home, said Matthew. His mum will have an EpiPen. He put his arm around Jake's shoulder and guided him down the hallway and quickly followed out the front door. We got we got Jake down the steps outside. We made it to the sidewalk with Wilson barking, running in circles. The door of number one closed behind us just as number seven opened. What the hell are you doing with my dog? yelled Mr. Jenkins across the cul-de-sac. Wait, it's it. Um, at us, I went around the other side of Jake to help Matthew. It's all right, Jake. We've got you, said Matthew. Mr. Jenkins stormed across the road and scooped up Wilson in his arms. Mr. Jenkins, call an ambulance. He's having an allergic reaction, said Matthew. Mr. Jenkins ignored him and sucked his and stuck his face inches from Jake's. Are you behind this, Bishop? What is wrong with you? He said, Mr. Jenkins, I cried, stumbling under Jake's weight. You've got to call for help. Don't give me that rubbish, sneered Mr. Jenkins at me. Look at him. He's clearly faking it. This whole allergy routine is a bit tired by now. Jake began to make weird gasping sounds, and I saw Mr. Jenkins falter for a split second, but he didn't do anything. Jake was suffering right in front of his eyes, but he did nothing. That's when I saw Sheila, Matthew's mom, appear behind him. Mom called Matthew. Jake needs an, Matthew. Jake needs an EpiPen. Get Sue and call an ambulance. Sheila sprinted off, pulling her cell phone out of her back pocket, and she ran out. I hear you, Rory Jenkins. I heard everything, she yelled. Hannah will be so ashamed of you. Do you hear me? Ashamed. I watched as Mr. Jenkins, Adam's apple rose and fell through his throat. Um, Sheila is Matthew's mom, and she heard what she how she was talking to Jacob. I watched Mr. Jenkins, Adam's apple rose and fell through his throat. Then he backed away from us all the way to his front door. Sheila pounded the door on number five and Sue appeared with a worried look on her face and she ran to the kitchen and quickly reappearing with a Ziploc bag and a wallet in her hand. Jake was making an awful wheezing noise and his eyes were streaming. We had just got to the end of his driveway. Mom, he croaked. It's okay, I've got it. Don't worry, darling, said Sue. She took a cylinder object out of the wall and popped the blue lid. It looked exactly like a chunky ink pen. Sheila was talking to the emergency service on her cell phone. Sit him on the ground, said Sue to Matthew, but Jake had ar- was already halfway there. He rested up against the front wall, and she and Sue got to her knees, and she gripped the pin and pressed it into Jake's trousers on his thigh, jabbing so hard it made a clicking sound. She held it there for a few seconds as we all watched. <clears throat> Sue stroked Jake's hair. The epi- EpiPen is working now, darling, she said. You're going to be fine. The ambulance is coming. Sue, is everything Okay. Mum came Mum came running over. Jake looked dreadful. His eyes were puffy. His cheeks were bright red, and his lips had swollen so much that his face didn't even look like his face anymore. But he was breathing more easily. Matthew stood beside me, and his hands, hands were trembling. You were brilliant, Matthew, I said quietly. I'm so proud of you. We were both shaking. He knew Melody, Matthew said. Hal knew that Jake was allergic. I stared at him. He was right. Hal had known about Jake's allergies. He called them severe when when we'd been in the plague house. And what are you saying, I whispered. I could hear the noise of sirens in the distance. The ambulance was coming. Old Nina was watching everything from her window. Mr. Charles came out with Teddy in his arms and Casey by his sides. He went and stood with Sheila. I think Hal might be more than a thief, Matthew said. I think he may have manipulated this whole thing. Jake 
was the one who threatened to go to the police who was asking all about the all of the awkward questions. Then do you remember how he offered him one of those biscuits? I felt sick, but Jake didn't take one. I said, how didn't, didn't cause this? No, he didn't. But Wilson ate one, didn't he? And then he licked Jake's face. Matthew said, I think that Hal did his best to hurt Jake. I, I followed Matthew's gaze as he walked back to the silhouette of Jake's house, moved moved of how slowly moved back from the window what was he suggesting what he was suggesting was awful surely it wasn't true melody said matthew i think hal vincent might be dangerous <gasps> what do you think i don't know i'm so confused is he good or bad i'm so confused i don't think so i think he's a good kid <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, let's, let's find out. I don't think he knew that there were nuts in there. I don't know. I think he's honestly just a kid. I don't think he knew. <laughs> let's see.